Hey there, it's Clark Donnelly. Glad uh, you are joining us once again for this episode of 2020 Vision Ohio. We started this months back to talk about the 2020 presidential election. We felt it would be interesting and uh, exciting and unusual, and we have not been wrong, but not for the reasons we anticipated. What with the coronavirus epidemic throwing monkey wrenches into the process all along. Uh, However, we are happy today to get back to politics. Um, And the Democratic National Convention having wrapped up uh, during August and, of course, Joe Biden being uh, nominated as the candidate for president, Kamala Harris, the nominee for vice president. Uh, We started this to try to cut through all the misinformation, disinformation, hype, hoopla and political jargon to provide what we hoped would be truth for the post-truth era. So we get back to politics now, uh, talking about the Democratic Convention with U.S. Congresswoman Joyce Beatty. She represents the 3rd District, uh, Franklin County, part of central Ohio. Uh, We got her on the telephone, and uh, during the convention, the Democrats were able to get their message out, their values, uh, what they think is important in this um, election. But they did it in a very unusual way, and that, of course, was virtually which uh, Joe Biden uh, thought would be uh, a pretty good way to go in the future. He kind of predicted early on that we might be seeing uh, the last of those in-person conventions, the big convention halls with the balloons and the hats and the confetti and what have you, because the party could reach more people and be more inclusive in its uh, virtual approach. So one of the first things we asked uh, Congresswoman Beatty was, does she agree that we've seen perhaps the last in-person political convention. I think it's something we're going to be looking at maybe too early to prognosticate now, but I can tell you, we have more young folks, first-timers watching it because they're doing it on their cell phones while they're out. Uh, and I love the commercial that tells you how I'll be watching. There have been so many different ways, more than a dozen ways that you can watch it, and you can still watch it the old conventional way. Uh, sitting in your at your dining room table or in your living room watching it on TV. And so I, I think it's good when we talk about it's a convention across America, and it is just that. Well, from here on in, uh, some of the campaign up till November 3rd is probably going to be carried off uh, virtually, and some will be carried out in person. Uh, but however it is done, uh, it's up to Joe Biden and Kamala Harris to get uh, the message out uh, about what they stand for and why we voters should choose them over uh, Republican incumbent Donald Trump and Vice President Mike Pence. So what is the message that Joe Biden and uh, Kamala Harris are going to be taking to us about this upcoming election? Of course, we wanted to hear the answer from uh, Joyce Beatty about that. I think he will and should leave the message of health and safety, of protecting our democracy, of uniting not only the party, but uniting the nation, uh, trust, comfort. People will believe him, believe in him. And I think Joe Biden will be Joe Biden. Uh, People feel that they know him. And for those who don't, I think he'll tell his story uh, about his life because his life parallels that of everyday people, hardworking Americans, Democrats. But also, I think he'll open the floodgate for America. And if that means someone who was two years ago a Republican or someone that's undecided, I think he will talk about progress. 
depressing things. He'll talk about those who are the least of us in need of better education, in need of quality health care for everyone to be able to have health care. He knows that better than most people working side by side with President Obama, giving us the Affordable Care Act. I'm sure there will be changes to that, and I think he'll talk about small businesses and economic development and what's good for the country and the American people. And certainly, lastly, he will bring comfort to us as we talk about foreign affairs, because that's an area that Joe knows all too well, and that's an area that scares many people when we look at China hacking what Russia has done and the relationship that this president has had that has only brought a lot of dismay and trouble uh, to the country. What do you think he can tell uh, those soft Republicans out there the, that who may be swaying uh, in their decision and leaning toward the Democratic Party? Uh, what can he tell them that might push them off that fence and into your camp? Well, I I think he's going to tell them and talk about America's greatest strength. I think for those in rural America, he will talk about the automotive industry and what happened. For those who are in maybe middle American or to many of those suburban uh, working women, those who are homemakers and working hard in their families, I think he'll talk about health care and children and the respect and dignity of work. I don't think he will leave any stone unturned, but yet he will speak strongly in the voice of Democrats. But I think when you look at how this pandemic has spiraled out of control, I think he'll talk about being on top of things, unlike with this administration, uh, not believing that we had COVID-19, calling it a hoax and waiting too late. Uh, I think we could have prevented uh, some of the upwards to 200,000 deaths that we're shortly to see. Uh, I think he'll talk about what it did in costing people their lives. And I think he'll talk about the most devastating economic meltdown that we've had since the Great Depression and how together we can turn this around. Joe is believable because Joe is Joe. Uh, What you see is it's what you get. And because he's an everyday American that has worked hard and got to where he is today. And I think no matter what part of the economic rank you're on, uh, I think people want to have a better life. Uh, people want to be able to take care of their children and feed them and have a roof over uh, their house. So he'll talk about uh, improving wages. He'll talk about, I'm sure, uh, for many of the women, we understand that we make lesser on the dollar than our white male counterparts. I think he'll talk about equal uh, pay for equal work. I think he'll talk about reducing the violence and especially domestic violence. He's had uh, a whole history of fighting for people. When you look at Ohio and uh, what happened in 2016, is Joe the candidate that can go back up there or up to northeast Ohio, that reliably blue territory part of the state that went the other way in 2016? Is he the candidate who can come in and uh, return all of those voters who had been so reliable for so many decades back to the Democratic fold? I think Joe will relate to them better than um, any uh, candidate that we have. So we have two candidates. I think Joe will relate better to them 
this cycle. I think that they will return back home and vote for Joe because Joe's story, Joe's life, Joe's track record speaks to it better. And then let's just be honest. Uh, while I was a big supporter and love Hillary Clinton to death uh, for her background and her work, people weren't quite ready at that point to have a female as president of the United States. And so I think for a lot of people, uh, they were more comfortable with a male. It didn't matter. And they didn't know fully what they were going to get when they voted for Donald Trump. You've seen many of those same people who proudly and gladly voted for him to have said they won't be doing that again. Sometimes when people have the opportunity to see who you really are and what you really stand for, uh, and we know what happened with that, you know, and that's why now I believe the president is, is desperate in many of the things that he is doing to try to uh, affect the end results of this election. People see it. People know it. People feel it. And I think people will vote for Joe Biden. If people weren't ready in 2016 for a female president, are they ready in 2020 for a female vice president? Is Kamala Harris the right choice? Uh, I think that's a yes and a yes. I think a lot has happened in four years. Uh, I think it's indicative of the number of women you now see uh, not only running for Congress, but in state houses, for governors, for mayors. And they are winning, winning against the odds because women now are in the fight, and women and men are supporting women. So I think this is the right time, and I think this is the right combination. Uh, I think the Biden-Harris ticket speaks to America. We're seeing that in our convention with the number of people uh, who are highlighting that this uh, is the ticket to be on, very much like people did uh, in 2008. When that ticket was Obama-Biden, people got really excited about the blend and the diversity. And I would compare this somewhat to 2008. U.S. Congresswoman Joyce Beatty of the uh, 3rd District in Ohio, that is Franklin County, uh, a Democrat and uh, taking us a little bit behind the scenes of the Democratic National Convention, but more importantly, uh, a look ahead to what the Democratic side of the upcoming presidential campaign is liable to look like. 2020 Vision Ohio, getting back to politics, happy about that. Uh, of course, uh, myself, Clark Donnelly, I'm news director at Senate 95. My compatriot over at QFM 96, Christy Kemper, our producer, Greg Hansberry, uh, going to be coming back to you again in another episode just as soon as we can to uh, further this conversation along. We hope you'll join in. You can email us at 2020vision at columbusradiogroup.com. You su- uh, suggest some topics for us to cover. Uh, Let us know if you think we are uh, exercising some bias or we may be just a little bit off on our facts. We would be happy to hear that and then we will address those as we go along. And also share 2020 Vision Ohio with your political friends. Uh, Join us next time and we will continue to try to gain, gain a clearer vision of the 2020 political landscape. Thanks a lot.